Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. We just heard from Isaiah, Thus says the Lord, Share your bread with the hungry, Shelter the oppressed and the homeless, Clothe the naked when you see them, And do not turn your back on your own. You see, we've got more prescriptions for life. Last week we had the Beatitudes, right? The B-attitudes, you know, how to live our lives. Now we hear from Isaiah on the works of charity. And then when we do with all these things, he says, Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your wound shall be quickly be healed. Now, what we have here in that particular passage is what biblical scholars call a prefigurement something in the Old Testament that points to the new. You know, the, the, the classic example is when Abraham tried to sacrifice his son Isaiah, the prefigurement of the son, of the father sacrificing his son, which is the prefigurement of the father offering his son. Now, here we have, you know, he says, your light will break forth like the dawn. It's light that's vanquishing the darkness. Is things starting to sound a little bit familiar? It's because it is the light of Christ that heals the wounds of sin. Now remember, this is Isaiah. Long before he came, and we're hearing from Isaiah on what he can do for us. But throughout salvation history, from the moment of the creation of man, man has ignored and disregarded the covenants made with us. The prophets throughout the history remind us of God's love and what we must do. But time and again, those covenants were broken, prophets were put to death, And God's wrath was felt on Israel. Fortunately for us, in the fullness of time, the Father sent the Son to bring the old covenants to perfection. For he is the way, the truth, and the life. 
ask yourselves, why are we comfortable in darkness? There's a certain comfort in darkness. Well, it keeps things hidden, right? It also hides our sins. That's why turning on the light bulb in the morning hurts our eyes. We've grown accustomed to the darkness. We know our sins, yet we do not want to face them because it hurts. And the one piece of advice I always give is that the deeper we shine the light of Christ into the wound, the deeper the healing will be. Yes, we go to the confession, we confess those cursory, you know, those things that we, you know, always, when we told a lie, disobeyed my parents, you know, you know, I wasn't honest with my spouse. Yeah, but what's really hurting you? What is the deep sin that needs healing? That's why you need to be honest with yourself. Because you know what? He already knows. He wants you to face them. Not to worry. Lent quickly approaches. And throughout the penitential season of Lent, that'll be a good time to examine your conscience and come before Christ. You know, 40 plus days after Ash Wednesday, we celebrate the Easter Vigil. And I'm sure everyone here has probably at least been to one Easter Vigil celebration. How does it begin? How does the Easter Vigil begin? The the liturgy, how does it begin? It begins in darkness. All the lights are turned off. And the Paschal candle is processed in by by the deacon or the priest. And he proclaims the light of Christ. And our response is, the light of Christ, thanks be to God. There you go. Practice that, okay? The light of Christ, thanks be to God. Because it is he that vanquishes the darkness. We just prayed the responsorial psalm. The just man is a light in the darkness to the uprights. The just man, the righteous man, is a light in darkness. When Christ lives in us, we magnify that light. You know Mary's prayer, the Magnificat? How does it begin? My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Not an accurate translation, because the word Magnificat in Latin means to magnify. My soul magnifies the Lord. And for those that have a devotion to the Liturgy of the Hours, we pray this every day in evening prayer. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit, and you go on, it goes on and on. You know what you have to do? You have to read the Bible. Our history is there. Now, I know it's not a Catholic thing to do, That's why I break open the word for you each week. But this is only one hour a week. 
So you do need to study the prescription for life. Then you shall call on the Lord and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help and he will say, here I am. He answers our prayers. And oh, by the way, no is an answer to a prayer. Just remember that. And through this earthly existence, I've already told you this, are we going to endure trials? Of course we are. I mention this every week. The cross is part of our lives. Again, before the Christ, Isaiah teaches to call on the Lord, and he will say, here I am. I did something interesting as I was preparing this homily. I went to the kitchen and I opened up the, I opened up the pantry. We got a spice rack on the back of the door. This is what I found. Oregano leaves, parsley flakes, bay leaves, basil, dill, weed, thyme, cumin, pumpkin pie spice, ground oregano, parsley flakes, ground black pepper, gumbo filet mix, turmeric, curry powder, minced onion, crushed red pepper, hot curry, minced garlic, cayenne pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, ground cinnamon, paprika, and MSG. It's not bad for you. I take it to Asian restaurants all the time because they don't use it, okay? Why do we have all that? I read that long list for a reason. There are so many spices, some bold, some mild, all with nuances. It brings our food to life for us. It adds a little zing, if you will. Anyone here see the movie Father Stew with Mark Wahlberg? Mark, Mark Wahlberg himself has had a very interesting life. And so he, you know, he had a, had a conversion. He's a devout Catholic now. He attends, the, when he, when he attends daily Mass. And if you're ever in downtown Boston on Arch Street, you might run into him because that's where he tends to Lee Mass. And this movie, Father Stew, but the story of a guy from, I think it was Helena, Montana. He was a street guy. He was was a a down-on-his-luck street boxer, okay? Kind of gritty. And then one day he had his epiphany. You know, he spoke all the foul language and everything else that, you know, that went with that lifestyle. And was finally accepted into seminary. And there is a great scene in this movie where, you know, Stuart Long and, you know, another, another, these women, when they were seminarians, they had to go off and do prison ministry. You know, and the other, the other seminarian, you know, was a devout, pious person, you know, with proper upbringing and everything else. And he's trying to talk to the prisoners, you know, speaking high church words and the fours and therefores and whatnots. And the guys are just staring at him, whatnot. And then Stu just stands up and starts speaking to them like, you know, guys of the street. And they understood exactly what he said. Still preaching the word of God, by the way. You know what? Each and every one of us is like that. Each of us magnifies the way, the truth, and the life, not only for us, but all those around us, and our particular nuance, our particular way 
boldly, mildly, however it may be. Father Stu didn't add anything. He was just himself. For us, it is no difference. We have to live our daily lives. Most of all, be holy and be yourself. For example, how to pray. Now, we all know beautiful prayers. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts. To we to whom the incarnation of Christ thy Son. You know, a beautiful prayer. A formulaic prayer, part of the Angelus, and I highly encourage it. Here's another way to pray. You know what, God? I had a bad day today. Nobody showed up for daily Mass. You know, the barista at Starbucks didn't put the right amount of foam on my cappuccino, and someone cut me off on the freeway. Why? And help me to live a better life and the strength to carry this cross that you have given me. You know, just talk to the man. Sometimes I hear, it's like, Father, I don't know how to pray. Well, the formulaic prayers that Sister taught us, you know, the Our Father, the Hail Mary, the Glory Be, good way to restart your prayer life. But just like I said, you know, if you want to talk to God, just talk to him. Be yourself. I guarantee you, he hears you. So when you magnify the Lord, please do so with a clean heart. Heal the wound of sin within you. Be yourselves and be the salt of the earth.